Bretto, after eight years of wellness summits, the 2021 Wellness Summit on Saturday, June 26th will be our last one. Last ever Wellness Summit. And this is not like the last, last ever Wellness Summit. This one actually will be the last ever Wellness Summit, Marcus Pierce. <laughs> not a John Farnham last ever. <laughs> not a John Farnham. This is it. This is going to be it. It's going to be massive. It is the last one after eight years, after nine summits. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a great opportunity to say farewell, to say thanks, to celebrate what has been an amazing wellness summit. But I think more importantly, a great time and a great opportunity to deliver some wonderful health and wellness content to the world at a time when I think they absolutely need it most. Saturday, June 26th, purely digital event. There are no borders. Wherever you are in the world, you can join your favorite wellness couch presenters, Kim Morrison, Brett Hill, Jason Witten, Bridget Wood from Nourishing the Mother, Paul Thompson, Andrea Huddleston from Wellness Women Radio, Joe Witten, Cindy O'Meara, the entire Wellness Couch team. We cannot wait to join you. And Marcus Pierce. Marcus Marcus Pierce, that guy, that guy. June 26th, it's all day Saturday. It's one big wellness fest, 97 bucks, brought to you by Positive Mentor. Tickets and details at thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to episode 430 of 100 Not Out. Marcus Pierce here with you as we master the art of aging gracefully for another week. I cannot wait because, as always, we go down to the open city of Melbourne. They are about <laughs> to come out of the woodwork, and one man who's excited to get back on the golf course is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, brother. Hello, brother. So excited. It's ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous that I'm so excited to get some freedom back. Getting out of parole. I'm on parole. <laughs> <laughs> on parole. Everyone in Victoria, largely metropolitan Melbourne, is on parole. I want to know before we get stuck into our big conversation for today. Yeah. What is the first response you, as a Melbourneian, has when they are announcing the the details of easing of restrictions? Is it a Do I get to play golf? B Do I get to reopen Vita? Or, th- or C, do I get to see my friends and family? A. I. <laughs> I love your honesty. I love yeah. your honesty. I didn't even thing. give you a D, all of the above, because it had to be one of them. Yeah. Well, let me tell you the reason why that is the case. Um, because for me, a great piece of my recreation is, and my mental health comes from being able to be with my mates on the golf course. That's a great piece of my mental health. So important. Mm. Some people go, oh, you can just go for a walk. And yes, I can just go for a walk, you know, do my two kilometers or two hours a day, no problems. That is true. That's possible. Um, and I have been doing that. And Amber and I have had some great conversations and we go for nice walks. And that's really great. Um, and I love Amber. And I also want to be able to spend time with my mates, who I also love and want to spend time with them. But I love hitting the golf ball um, in a safe environment, 100 meters apart. <laughs> Where there's no COVID on the golf course. So I, I really I, I love that. Um, from a practice perspective, uh, I am filling my bucket. 
uh, with my practice members at the moment. I'm able to go into into the office. I'm able to see people who feel that their health would deteriorate if they were not able to go to the chiropractor. And for, for me, that means that I get an opportunity to see pretty much everybody in my practice, which is great. So um, we've worked – we understand the direction of the DHHS and that's how we've interpreted it and it feels right. So I've got my bucket filled there. So I get my mates back. I get my um, mental health back. I've got my practice members and my work back, which is terrific, and and that feels really good for me. What I'm at pains with is the disparity of the rules. You know, so in one case you can have 50 people in a restaurant, and thank God we can do that because the poor restaurant tours have done it tough. The publicans have done it tough. The musos have done it tough. This is ridiculous. Um, but then you can't go and do a, a bar class or a ballet class um, because it's got more than 10 people inside. Um, and you and, can't and have a friend over for a cup of tea. You can't have anybody in your house, but you can go to a place where there's 50 strangers. And so have a, a cup of stuff. tea with your friend around yep. 50 strangers. This is it. Fascinating. Yep. Yeah, so there's a whole lot of stuff that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, yes, I know that someone could potentially explain that to me. But anyway, so going back to your original question, great to see Helen Pocock here again. I don't know how she does it every single week, <laughs> summer daily, Helen Pocock. Um, going back to your original question, what do I look at first? What am I looking for? It's a relaxation of the golf rules. just want to get back now, to Now, I want to bring this up. It's very important um, because this is not just a, a trivial question. This is something that, that we feel very strongly about and I, I feel like it was really, really defined for us. Um, I think it was back on. I'm going to tell you exactly the episode. It was episode... Oh, come on. It was episode 13 with Dr. Mark Cohen. Um, oh, yeah, wow. And wow. he it was is. talking to us about the... Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a medical doctor by profession. He was talking about his experiences in, in, in clinical practice, and he was talking about, looking for the quote, but I'm not going to find it, so I'm not going to attempt to, talking about how he would um, prescribe to patients, you know what, I'm going to prescribe to you three hours of making your model aeroplanes for the week because you've been too busy to make your model planes and you're stressed out and I'm going to literally write on a, trans, on a, on a prescription pad Go and make your model airplanes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna model. I'm gonna write a prescription for you to go and do your ballroom dancing classes because I can. I you know, it. you're coming in here feeling depressed and lonely and sad. Uh, yep. Here's a prescription for, for, um, you know, going to ballroom dancing or whatever it was. Go and follow your bliss, find your joy. For some people, they go, oh, golf. I couldn't think of anything worse. You know, walking around a golf course for four hours. But for Damo, it is like the number one ingredient. Like if you said, what brings you joy? You're going to say, yes, my family and my friends and my work. But really, like what what yields your greatest enthusiasm for me as an observer and as a friend is golf. Like you're not and the Richmond job. Football Club. Yeah, but, but golf would be ahead of the Richmond yeah. Football Club. Like the, the way I said, if you could only do one thing, go to okay. the football or play golf, you've got four hours left before the proverbial bus hits you. And you've seen your family and all the rest of it. We're heading straight to the golf course. You're going yeah. straight to the golf course, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and that's why that's why you have every right to be bamboozled by, you know, we don't want to get political on this episode. It's always a little no. bit fun. But it's every, it completely makes sense why anyone that loves golf would be bamboozled by a certain 
decisions because it's like it's a golf course. It's not a shopping center. It's not a cafe. Um, But really what we want to talk about today is identifying for every single person that's watching and listening here is what is it that gives you that Oh, that enthusiasm, that buzz, that if you are down um, and you are flat and you might go to the doctor saying, I'm just not feeling myself, and if you mm-hmm. went to Professor Mark Cohen, you know, 30 years ago and he said to you, go and play a round of golf, I'm not giving you a medication, I'm giving you a prescription to play a round of golf, like what mm-hmm. would the doctor give um, for you, the, the listener or the viewer? But Damo, can you maybe just put into words, you know, what, what for you at like, Give us some experiential kind of explanation of how this cleanses your mind and your heart and your soul and your body when you're out there on the golf course. Can I just ask a question before we go any further? For those people that are watching this on Facebook and for those who are listening, this won't make any difference. But for those people who are watching on Facebook, I put a little title as a ticker thing going across, When Do We Leave a Conversation?, are we going to talk about that this week? No, nah, because, yeah, we're going to do it on the next episode because you brought up the golf thing and I was like, okay. oh, we'll just go into that one. Okay. We'll do so that on we... the next episode for people that are watching All right. this. <laughs> All right. I'll take that ticker off. <laughs> All right. No worries. Great. Have fun um, doing that whilst you answer my question. I want well, I no. want an experiential uh, response as to the, like, the qualitative benefits that uh, playing golf gives you that you can share with people so that they can identify that feeling because it's not about golf. It's about the feeling that golf gives you. Yeah. Well, there's a few things that I love. One, I love being in the outdoors, um, and I and I and I also love being out hiking, or I love being out on a mountain bike, or um, camping, or some of that. So I love being outside. I think that's a really great thing. I don't like being inside. Um, I love movement. So the ability to go for a walk, and you know, the course is say around six kilometers, six and a half kilometers long. Um, it might take me seven and a half or eight kilometers to get through the course because I might zigzag a little bit um, to get that little bit of um, exercise is really great like really really great what i do love is the mental challenge of hitting a tiny little white ball somewhere between 100 and let's say 300 meters um with one shot uh with a club that i get to choose is going to go that far um into the wind or against the wind or whatever um and i have to think about how i'm going to get that ball to the hole in the required amount of shots. So par four, I want to get the ball in the hole in three shots or four shots, preferably not five shots and definitely not six shots. So there's a mental game there that I play with myself to be able to improve and just get better and better and better at playing golf. It's something that I picked up late in my life. I've only been playing golf for five and a half years or so. And so for me, it's it's, it's been this really great um uh, in intention to bring my handicap down. So I love that challenge. I love the little banter that you get to have with your mates as you walk around a golf course too. So it's, you know, a little bit of fun, a little bit of chat, a little bit of mucking about, all that sort of stuff. And so that's that fills my bucket too. You know, uh, if, if I had the choice to be around somebody who was intelligent and wanted to have a smart, intelligent conversation or hang around somebody who was going to be a comedian and make me laugh, my choice would be to be around a comedian who was going to make me laugh um, because that and, – and and if that was my only two choices. But I, look, I love being involved in a smart conversation. At the same time, I love having a lot of laughs and laughing 
that serotonin hit you get from laughing is unbelievable. So that's addictive. So I love that too. So there's all of those sorts of things. I love to hear the kookaburras when I'm trying to play my shot. Or I love hearing the magpies make their noises. I'm looking for the nature. I look at the bin chickens and the ducks that are in the trees. And I'm, I'm looking at all these sorts of things and thinking, my gosh, isn't this unbelievable? So there's a whole lot that I see on a golf course that's um, that's no, not just the ball. All right, this is wonderful. Thank you for sharing. So I've just written down some notes here. So I'm I'm going to say you have a spiritual experience by being in the great outdoors and have a connection to nature that feeds the soul. You fulfill the growth element of your life because you've got this mental challenge of hitting a white ball and bringing down your handicap and you love that. You get a social a social injection by playing with people that you know and like and enjoy being around you've got this social banter uh, that encourages laughing it's not so captain serious all the time every now and again you tell me a story of a you know captain tool that might somehow find their way into the into the group um and (laughs) and you're getting uh naturally you're getting the the ingredient you're getting movement um fulfilled so it's like this wonderful remember professor michael woodward spoke to us many moons ago about how to prevent dementia by 42%. And he was mm-hmm. in, in his medical realm, it was like movement is a great multitasker. Like when you move regularly, it, it, it prevents dementia, it prevents heart disease, it prevents high cholesterol. Like so movement is the great multitasker. But, mm-hmm. but on the other side of it, on a more holistic level, when you move with friends, you, you tick off, you, you know, you've had a social experience, you've moved, you feel like you've had to problem solve through playing golf. And you've mm-hmm. also had that um, spiritual experience of just being in the great outdoors and having that connection to nature. I would also love to ask you because I want, I would love in the comments to people to say, what is it for them that what would what would they write if they were their own doctor? What would what would they write on their prescription pad for themselves when they are down? So for Damo, he knows it's golf. I've often called Damo when he's at a he's at a driving range hitting golf balls. So it doesn't always have to be the act of being on the golf course. It can just be the act of golf to kind of anchor anchor him into that experience. Then I would say, do you think playing golf um, makes you better a, a better chiropractor, a better employer, a better entrepreneur? Because you have that space between the notes. It's like a recharge where you're not like working insane hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of gives you a, a breath of fresh air and then you go back to work with more, you know, can-do thinking, um, more creativity, more, uh, you know, persistence and no, so on. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I, I think that um, when, I, when I've got the ability to have an outlet, um, I'm a better human being. There's no doubt about it. And what and about family? I'm- Same with family. When you when you've got that distance from family, again, not that you don't like them, but do you find that um, being away it just allows you to miss them for want of a better term? And you come in and you've had a game of golf, whether it's a good round or a bad round, and there's, you know, there's a buzz. There's there's. It's not like you've been hanging around the house all day, so to speak. Coming back to the the lockdown experience, you've you've just been out in the great outdoors. You've been with mates. Like you've had a lot of buckets filled. Do you think it makes you a better husband, better dad, when you're on the golf course? Yeah, but not because I miss my family anymore because I miss them all the time. You know, like if I could take the family out of the golf course, I would do that. Like if I could take the family to work, I'd do that. You know, like <laughs> why wouldn't you want to do that sort of oh, stuff? I like, wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But I would because I've only got one boy and, and i got Amber and so – And they're a bit us, older and they're a bit older. Well, Jackson's, Jackson's you know, a bit older. 21, yeah. so why wouldn't you want to do that? You know, <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, if I had four screaming kids that were fighting all the time, I wouldn't want to take them to work either. But um, I – I don't think I'm a better husband because I miss 
Yeah, yeah well, like, if I rephrase um, it, do you just think but, when you feel your bucket doing what you love, you bring a better sure. version of yourself back to the for home? For sure. Yeah. yeah, and absolutely. But I think that's all part of um, living a full life. Um, and and you can be living a busy life, but it's not full. Mm. Um, and you live a full life, and it's not busy. And for me, um, in decreasing the amount of busyness that I've had in my life, getting rid of forage, um, moving on from the wellness couch and the wellness guys, moving on from all of those things that I would say are distractions from the things that I really want to be doing, um, I've had I've I've developed a fuller life but it's less busy. Mm. Um, and so because of that fullness and that richness that I have in my life with golf, with my practice, with my friends, with my family, um, with my podcast, you know, with you, PC, and with our audience, that, that stuff for me uh, is that that's the stuff that makes me a better person, like a better husband. So that, that's what it does. So I, in, in the flip of that, I would love to know what you would do. Like what are the things that you do? I know that, you like to get away from the kids. You like to, you know, get space. You, you like to um, go for a walk, and you have your, you know, your own time. Mm. Um, what what makes you feel I, better? I, what what's the prescriptions going to be written for you? I'm in a little bit of flux. I think I have I have them some obvious answers that come to mind. It mm-hmm. is definitely going down to Brunswick Heads for a. a it's like a, it's like the quiet drink at the pub. It's like the, I like going down for a quiet coffee. But it's never going to be quiet because I love bumping into people and just talking, particularly on on <laughs> weekends. Like like, but like at the moment. So I'm going down to the cafe at six o'clock in the morning, and Guy Lawrence and his beautiful wife uh, Linda and and the, and the daughter Ava, they go they come to the same cafe, and it's about six thirty in the morning, and we'll always have a chat for fifteen twenty minutes, and I'll go back to the work that I'm doing, and then this morning another 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 like mutual friend comes into the cafe, and we end up chatting, and it's like. You know, half an hour later, kind of, you're still chatting, and it's like I didn't get work done, but geez, I was buzzed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like what you said. It's a great one-liner. You said you can live a busy life, but it's not full. Yeah, it's like, and then you can live a, a full life, and it's not busy. And it's like I think for me, like that really, that really hits home because um, I think again, it's stage of life. It's a stage of life feeling like life. Life feels sometimes a bit full and busy, and mm-hmm. I think. Um, you know, I've often said to people, I, I must remove the word hectic from my from my vocabulary because it's almost my go-to word when people go, how are you going? It's like it, it's hectic, but I don't want to say it in a negative way. It's more just like I'm, you know, I'm going here and there and it's not that I'm not enjoying it, uh, but I'm definitely finding that my um, – my equivalent at the moment is it's it's uh it's a it's a kid free coffee let's call it that's not to do work that's no agenda just to go out into the world as Marcus Pierce not dad not husband not um exceptional life not one hundred hour just just as a human and I and de-identified, de-identified de-identified um yeah. and then I think again it's a bit cliche but I still you know I hadn't been reading much lately and there's a book that I've been wanting to read and um. And I just picked it up last night because I've, I've been I've found that at night I haven't been switching off from work stuff, and I've, I haven't watched a movie in weeks. But I do watch football on weekends, and I would find on weekdays I just catch up on footy news at the end of the day, and yeah. it, it's not the ideal come down. So I just I just read twenty pages of a book last night. And I was like, oh, this that's right. That's why I love just the phones nowhere near me. The house is quiet. I got a cup of tea, 
and a good book and then you get to that point where you're like, oh, I'm genuinely ready for bed now. Like you can just feel the heart rate drop and I'm sure you probably feel like that, you know, the first 20 minutes of your of your golf round and oh, that is if you've been hitting them well. But, you know, <laughs> you know that, that just um, – you know how it takes a while to relax or it takes a while to go, oh, I've been, I've been a bit wound up. Like I've been go, go, go. Um, the art, and I think, uh, you know, I always get reminded of this when we're in Ikaria. I mean, they just know how to relax so damn well that, you know, we are often arrive in Ikaria going, come on, like you guys are like too slow. And they're like, no, nah, I think you guys are too fast, you know. And uh, we get that wonderful reminder. And, yeah, for me, that's definitely an art that I continually want to cultivate is knowing knowing when and then knowing how to slow down. I think golf is a wonderful practice of slowing down. You can't play it quickly. Well, you can, mm-hmm. but you don't really you want can. to. But it takes about three and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I <laughs> think um, I think just, yeah, they're, they're my answers at the moment. But I feel like I'm on the tip of like finding a, you know, for me, it's the keyboard or piano. I'm, I'm, I'm close. I reckon we're moving to our new home. I'm going to just get stuck right into the piano. So that's, that's probably nice. going to be mine. That's nice. Can I um, bring you back to a comment that you made just before? And I'll do this to any of my mates. And I'll challenge anybody to do this to any of your mates. And that is um, the humble brag. So. Oh, the hectic, the hectic one. The hectic. Yeah, totally. When people are asking you, how are you, PC? They're asking you, how are you? And, that's um, right. That's and exactly so right. when you say I'm hectic or life's hectic at the moment, you're not actually answering their questions. So it's almost a disservice to your friends, people who care for you, your colleagues, your acquaintances to answer them with hectic. So maybe you just said that flippantly, but I'd like oh, to- you, you heard me you- say, you did hear me say, right, that I, I'm picking myself up on that yeah. response because I- I, I did, that's, but that's it's a great thing. thing to like to pre- when we talked earlier before coming on air, we spoke about- prehab and rehab and all that sort of stuff, a prehab approach to not falling into the trap of um, naming your busyness as how you are mm. is to be mindful of the trap of the humble brag. Um, but I also think the prehab is actually not not is, is cultivating the art of having a life that is not so hectic because then the answer actually dissolves and mm. – I, so, so for me, this is a this for me feels like a bit of a fine art because when someone asks you how are you, if they ask you when you're in a flap, and it's all happening, then you you don't really give an honest response. Well, it might be hard. Do, but so, I think they're asking for an honest response, and if they're not asking for an honest response, then the conversation will be stopped. Correct. So, correct. And so, the, and that's totally fine. Like to stop a conversation is totally fine. Um, or. If someone is genuinely asking you how you are and you say, a bit stressed at the moment, they might go, mm, I feel you mm-hmm. or mm, I understand or is everything all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and those sorts of questions will then lead into a more fruitful conversation as opposed to a situation where you go, I'm hectic and they go, oh, yeah, it must be so crazy mm-hmm. running with all the kids and having your own space and the book coming out, congratulations on the whole book and how's that going and you're going to go, oh, I've sold 800 books in the last two weeks and actually by the time this goes to air, I've sold 5,000 books in the last five weeks and uh, and so you know all that sort of stuff. So you can easily move into conversations that aren't really about you. Correct, totally. But about the things that you're doing if you answer that one question wrong. Mm. So I'd encourage everyone to just think about that. Now, 
Pete makes a great point. He says, MP, with your new book out, your days of sipping coffee anonymously are surely over. I, I can't walk down the street anymore. Uh, it's just, so you should see the paps out the front of the house right now. He's so it's, world famous in Bruns right yeah. now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 It's huge. And, yeah. you know, given the population of Bruns or 1,508, it's, mm. uh, you know, it's hard to get around. Yeah. yeah. Chris, I heard that Chris Hemsworth is thinking of moving somewhere else because he's lost all of yeah. the attention. He's lost all so, relevance. <laughs> yeah. He's gone. He's packing uh, up. Now, he's speaking of which, uh, wait, we, wait. Debbie yes. Boneyard yes. says, I think we all need time apart from family uh, doing the things we love that they're not interested in. Mm-hmm. So I like that too, Debs. That is so true. I absolutely love that. And if we ever expect our family to be interested in the things that we are, uh, we've got a long, painful life ahead of us because it's, <laughs> it's just it's just the way it is. Um, this has been a great conversation. And on the next episode of 100 Not Out, we are going to have an even better conversation, I think, around conversations and Mm -hmm. i'm very much looking forward to this because it does enter the realm of the non-pc conversation we may offend some people we may really trigger some people when it comes to how to enter when to leave and if either is appropriate it's going to be one not to be missed episode 431 demo at the end of 430 uh i would like to say to you thank you for 430 episodes of 100 Not Out. Every uh, conversation we have, I feel, just um, it just adds to the soul experience of what we're about. Is there anything, is there ever a conversation we've had on 100 Not Out where we get off and go, well, that sucked? I don't think I've ever had that experience with you. No, nah, there's only ever one interview that I have ever done, um, and that oh. was on the Wellness Guys that we oh. didn't publish because oh, we felt God. that it sucked. Oh, thank um, God. Not with 100 Not Out. So um, There was an interviewee on this podcast that I, for memory, it was hard and I, I don't think you enjoyed it. And I think I'm not going to say the name of it. We'll just leave that to the to the community. <laughs> we'll leave that loop wide open. But yeah. I reckon there's only there's been one yeah. guest we've had where you're one. like, mm-mm, mm-mm. But mm-hmm. we published it. We published yeah. it. It's out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, live. Everything's raw. Now up to the done. listeners to go and find which one of the 430 it is. Uh, thank you, Damo, <laughs> as always. Uh, for more info on The Great Man, head on over to DamienChristoph.com. That's Damien, all A, and Christoph, no double F. It's not that hard. MarcusPierce.com.au <laughs> uh, for myself. Uh, big shout out to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Thank you, Joseph Tomo, for all your wonderful editing. Thank you to all of our listeners, viewers, community members of 100 Not Out. Until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.